3: The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self Polishing Blow Coat present Fiverr, McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, B. Benaderet, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. <laughs> Tonight, I'd like to ask you to take a look at the china cabinet in your dining room. Maybe it looks a little dull. Maybe if you get close, you can see finger marks and smudges on it. Well, with Johnson's Cream Wax, you can whisk those smudges away in a few seconds. Johnson's Cream Wax is a furniture polish that cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly that using it is practically as easy as dusting. So with Johnson's Cream Wax, you can clean and polish that whole dining room cabinet of yours, give every inch of its surface a beautiful luster in just a few minutes. That's because Johnson's Cream Wax not only cleans fast, it dries fast. So you can polish it almost immediately. There's no sticky oil to catch dust. Tomorrow, ask for Johnson's Cream Wax. Use it for all your furniture. Watch it clean so quickly, dry so quickly, polish so quickly, that using it is almost as easy as dusting. Get Johnson's Cream Wax, the fastest wax polish you can buy. The history of mankind is full of unsolved mysteries. And what is perhaps the most baffling puzzle of all... is why would any intelligent organization like the Wistful Vista Elks Club make Mr. Fibber McGee its financial secretary. We'll hear more about this as we join Fibber McGee and Molly.
4: ( dadurch)
1: Hey, Molly, how do you spell auspicious?
5: How have you got it?
1: A-U-S... T-I-S-H-O-U-S. But it don't look right.
5: How are you using it?
1: It's in my speech. You see, when I say, on this auspicious occasion... Wait
5: a minute, what speech? Are you typing out a speech?
1: Why, sure, didn't I tell you? Tonight's the big ceremony at the Elks Club. We burn the mortgage. All paid up.
5: But why do you have to make a speech? Or does everybody... <laughs>
1: my, my, my gosh, kiddo, as financial secretary of the Oaks, I'm officially in charge of the whole shindig. I'm the guy that he lights the fire, tosses the mortgage onto it, and hands the key of the building to the grand exalted ruler.
5: Sweetheart, I love you.
4: Huh?
5: But I don't know why anybody ever picked you as a financial secretary. It's like Lassie giving advice to Lionel Barrymore. <laughs> Why, you can't even keep your check stuff straight.
1: Why, nevertheless, kiddo, the Elks think I'm doing all right. Look at this note I got from them just yesterday. You see this?
5: Yeah.
1: It says your last financial report was so appealing that we are holding a special meeting to go over it again.
5: (laughs) Appealing? Yep. That says appalling,
4: McGee.
1: (laughs) Those guys can't spell. Well, anyhow, i got to get busy with a speech, if you'll excuse me. We are gathered here tonight to S-E-L-A-B-R-A-I-T celebrate. McGee? Huh?
5: How long have the Elks been in that clubhouse? Oh,
1: since they built it, I guess, about 1867. Why?
5: Aren't you getting the mortgage paid off just in time for the termites to take over? (laughs) You know something? That building has worn out three cornerstones.
1: Well, as financial secretary, I'm...
5: Come in. Oh, it's Mayor Latrivia McGee. Do come in, Your Honor. Thank
1: you, Molly. Hello, McGee. Hi, Latrivia. Just writing out my speech for tonight.
0: You going to be present at the mortgage burning? Well, naturally. After all, I'm chairman of the Charities Committee...
5: What's charity got to do with this occasion, Mr. Mayor?
0: Charity is what we Elks must have in our hearts when we consider the activities of our financial secretary. <laughs> also, faith and hope. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, well, I ain't done so bad, Trivia. With me as financial secretary, we got the mortgage paid off, didn't we?
5: I don't know why you had to hurry with it. It's only run since 1867. <laughs> It was sort of a race, wasn't it, boys, to see who got the building first, the bank or dry rock?
0: (laughs) Well, frankly, Molly, the Elks Club may be a little decrepit, but at least, and at last, It's ours. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You should have seen old McDonald at the Third National Bank's face when I made the final payment and he had to hand me the paid-off mortgage. (laughs) Like he'd caught me in a fish hatchery with a trout rod. (laughs) Hey, you like to fish, Latrelle?
5: Why, of course he does, McGee. Everyone says the mayor is quite an angler.
1: Every politician is, but does he like to fish?
0: (laughs) I do indeed, McGee. Particularly deep-sea fishing. Last year, off the coast of Florida, I caught a 250-pound swordfish.
5: Heavenly days. What a whopper.
0: Well, it was really only 200 pounds. I didn't know you were on a fishing trip in Florida last year, Latriv, and you never said anything about catching a swordfish. Well, frankly, I was down there on official business and should not have taken the time to go fishing. Uh Uh-huh. That's why I kept it under my hat.
5: A 200-pound swordfish? (laughs) That must have been quite a trick.
0: What'd you do, Latriv? Saw the sword off first? (laughs) Why should I have sawed off the sword?
5: So you could get it under your hat. Yeah. You must have been wearing a cowboy hat because, my goodness, 200 pounds... I bet you sure
1: felt silly, (laughs) Latriv. Walking along the street with a hat full of swordfish. (laughs) My gosh, didn't it drip
5: all over you?
0: (laughs) Oh, don't be ridiculous. I wasn't wearing the hat, but I... I mean, when I said I kept it under my hat, I was... Well, isn't it isn't
5: us who are being ridiculous, Mr. Mayor.
0: It's you.
4: Yeah.
5: The idea of trying to hide a 200-pound swordfish under your hat. <laughs> <laughs> Why, that's childish. <laughs> With the tail sticking out one side and the bill sticking out the other. <laughs> I
0: tell you, the hitch was not under fat. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to consort the sealfish. Conceal the port Fish. Look, when I said hey, I'd keep hey, you talking hey, on the money... Hey, Now, them... hey, now, now, now.
1: Take it
4: easy. Calm down
1: to a roar. You're talking to another fisherman now, boy. We're all a little eccentric. Who cares how you carry your fish? <laughs> In your hat, up your pants leg, under your arm. It's your business how you get it home. Gee, where's the only. Yes,
5: don't think we're criticizing you, Mr. Mayor. Yeah. Heavenly Days, if you think you can carry a 200 pound fish in a size seven and a half fedora, why, more power to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you'll need more
6: power. Well, my goodness. Sir. I tell you, I didn't harry a cat. I uh, huh? carry a hoop in my fish. You... Carry a fish in my hoop. Hat. When I said I kept the sword hat under my fedelma,
3: my producer. Hat. Arrow, uh-huh. Hat. Nobody could put a 200 hat
6: sword under a big Hey, Chad. Let me on! you. Said... No, I didn't try to. You, said... you were the one who said it was... I was. You were the one. Under. <laughs> I did <laughs> I <McGee? laughs>
0: yes, the day I caught that swordfish, I was wishing you were on the boat with me. Mm. I'd have loved having you do what my guide did.
5: Isn't that nice? What
0: did he do? He fell overboard and was eaten by a shark.
4: <laughs> and
0: I'll see you at the Elks tonight. Good day. Go on.
1: <laughs> Boy, that guy takes the bait, don't he?
4: Yes.
5: What kind do you suppose he took?
1: Well, for swordfish, I suppose some salt pork... Hey, don't do that to me. <laughs>
5: All right, finish your speech, dearie.
1: Okay.
4: On this auspicious occasion.
3: Kelly <laughs> Nelson, the orchestra, and someone like you.
5: McGee, we wouldn't want the Elks to burn the mortgage before their financial secretary got there.
1: Mm, They wouldn't dare. They wouldn't? No, sir. The financial secretary is too important of a job for the guy that he's got it that's left out of them burning the mortgage, which I'm the guy got it paid off before I get there, isn't he?
5: A very interesting question. Quite. Quite. Incidentally, isn't the financial secretary sort of out of a job after the mortgage is burnt?
1: No, I got a lot of new projects to offer. For one thing, I'm going to suggest the elves get a few herds of bees and raise honey. Oh? Lots of money in honey, honey.
4: <laughs> if
1: we had maybe even one big herd of bees, it's we... would swarm. Well, well, take off your coat, kiddo.
4: <laughs> but
1: as I was saying, bees are awful interesting little insects. My gosh, when a bee that's lived for 50 years can fly 25,000 miles... What was that?
5: A 50 year old bee flew 25,000 miles without a rest?
1: Certainly. It was in all the papers the other day. Big headlines. It says, Bee 50 flies nonstop around world. <laughs> That's why I think if the Elks had a big herd of Hold bees. Hold
5: it, McGee. Here comes somebody, and it looks like the old timer.
1: Well, if it looks like him, it's him, all right. He's the homiest old. Oh, oh, hi there, old timer. Hello,
5: Mr. Old Timer. Hello, Johnny. Hello,
2: daughter. Where are you going? Pitch a show. No,
5: we're on our way to the Elks Club, Mr. Oldtimer They're burning the mortgage tonight
2: I'll go with you, kids I love fires
1: Good I'm making a speech, too But I
2: hate speeches (laughs) I'd love to go, Johnny But I can't make it I'm wrestling tonight You wrestling? Yep, I'm defending my title against Seductive Sydney, the blonde bone crusher (laughs) I'm heavyweight champ, see? You're the heavyweight wrestling champion? Sure But in wrestling, Johnny Who ain't? (laughs)
5: <laughs> Isn't it a little early to go to the stadium? The wrestling bouts don't start till 30, do they?
2: No, but we got to rehearse, daughter. You see, after we decide who's going to win, we rehearse about an hour and then practice our face-making and groaning for a while. <laughs> I ever tell you about when I wrestled Matt Face McGowan, the Edinburgh Undertaker... <laughs>
1: No, I don't think we've got Router,
2: time for... Matt-Face McGowan always come into the ring, playing the bagpipe, all dressed up in them plaid skirts.
4: Yeah.
2: And wrestling, you've got to be a character or you don't get no place. Yeah, see? we know. Rouser! <laughs> this, this night, Matt-Face McGowan gets me with a schoolboy trip. Oh. I rolls out of it and gets him the Boston Crab. He gots toe holds me and I arm stretch him. And there we are, tangled up like a sack full of octopuses. <laughs>
4: Oh, that's a very
2: interesting Suddenly I sets up a field, give him an airplane spin, and lets him go, and whoa, Nellie, he disappeared. <laughs> I don't know where he went. And then then I seed him. Oh? Laying there with his leg back of his neck and that little plaid petticoat of his, that uh er uh... kilt? Nope, but he'll walk backwards the rest of his life. <laughs> well, I'm ready
4: for rehearsal, Jim? Oh. Go <laughs>
1: Come on, Molly. Boy, oh, boy, look at the crowd in front of the Elks. Looks like even the delinquent members must have come out tonight.
5: Why do you suppose they're all ganged up around outside?
1: That's where we're going to burn the mortgage, kiddo, right on the front steps.
5: Look, there's Mary Latrivian, Mr. Wilcox.
1: Sure, Wilcox is going to introduce me, see? Then I light the fire, make a speech, throw the mortgage on, and oh, oh, let's duck. Here comes that gabby dame that's always, oh, it's too late.
7: Oh! Mrs. McGee, I've been looking all over for you, and I just knew I'd find you here someplace because here you are. I just knew. Well, how do you do, Miss? I've got a terrible problem, Mr. McGee, just terrible. And I've been going around in circles all day trying to get straightened out. And all at once I remembered you. Remember me?
1: Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) I never forget a face, sis, especially one that opens and closes that fast.
7: Confidential And I wouldn't bother you With it at all Mr. McGee But I always say If you can't go to your friends When you've got a problem Then what's the use Of having them Problems
5: Yes if Mr. McGee Can help
7: you I'm sure, sure I gotta get
1: up On the steps there And burn a mortgage now sis But hold- Like my
7: sister Thelma Said when I asked her About it She thought the whole Thing over And she said Well sir I don't know She didn't know
1: Does she uh, Always solve Your problems That easy
7: Who Thelma Thelma, my sister Thelma. Do you know Thelma? Oh no, no,
1: no, no. no. We just, uh, you just, no, we just.
7: Oh, I'm so glad I came to you with my problem, Mr. McGee. My problem. I wish I remembered what it was. (laughs) Oh, wait till I tell Thelma. Goodbye now. I'll give you a ring. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.
1: a ring, she says. I already got a ring in
3: my ears. Hey, here he is now, folks. Hey, Fibber. Hey, pal. Come on up front here. Come on, Molly. Okay. Okay, fellas.
5: Okay. All right, let the secretary through, please. Thank you. Let him through, please, the financial secretary. Hello, Mr. Wilcox, Mr. Mayor. Hello, Molly. Hello.
3: All right, fellas, I'll take over now. I'm in charge here. Hey, uh, look, pal, we got the wood all stacked here on the steps, you see. Mm-hmm. I'll introduce you with a short speech, and then you touch off the bonfire. My and... gosh, who stacked this kindling, Wilcox? That fire's
1: not going to burn stacked that way. Who stacked this kindling? The janitor did. Hey, Ole,
3: Mr. McGee wants you. Well, don't get yourself in an uproar. I'm not here. I don't have to be here, you know, off duty at 5 o'clock. You just donating my time,
1: you know. Yeah, but my gosh, Ollie, this won't burn. Where'd you ever learn to build a fire out of sticks? In the Boy Scouts, Stockholm Troop 3, McGee, hmm. 20 years before you was born. Oh, well, you had the sticks all wrong. You're supposed to lay them this way, see? That's uh, the way I had them. You messed them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you had them north and south. You gotta lay them east and west.
5: Maybe he's a southpaw, dearie.
1: Sixty years I've been laying fire.
3: Sam, off duty, you know, five o'clock. Used donating my time. <laughs> Uh, look, pal, the crowd's uh, getting a little impatient here. While you're checking the kindling, I'll start introducing you, okay? Okay, sure. And look, Junior, make it just as big as you like,
1: boy. Anything you say about me, I'll live up to it. Pile some more wood over here, will you, Oli? <laughs>
3: Always more wood. I'm just my myself. Ah, Brother Elks, ladies and gentlemen, you all know what we're here for tonight.
4: Yeah! yeah!
3: As a longtime member of this club and as sales manager in this territory for S.C. Johnson and Son of Racine, Wisconsin, makers of Johnson's Cream Wax, the wax made especially to clean and polish your furniture, woodwork, and kitchen equipment, it is my privilege tonight to introduce your financial secretary.
5: Wait for the applause,
4: dear.
3: Okay. Not yet, kids. Not huh? yet. Oh. Friends, this man needs no introduction. Yeah, I wouldn't give it to him either. Sixty years I've been laying fires. <laughs> Widely known as a man whose wife has long realized the benefits of Johnson's cream wax, a man whose wife knows how cream wax gives a luster that dust can't cling to, this man has long been a sterling member of our club.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks, Junior.
3: Brother Al? Uh, Please, Tal, not till I mention your name. Oh. (laughs) Folks, we made a wise choice for financial secretary, a man who knows how to get a lot done with a little work. Just like a housewife who knows that with Johnson's cream wax, she can keep a rich, mellow luster on her kitchen equipment and woodwork with just an occasional buffing. Well, I give you now, Mr. Fibber McGee.
4: Brother Elks?
1: and ladies and gents, I got a short speech to make tonight. Uh, but first, who's got a match?
4: Yeah. yeah, we need a match.
5: I don't have a match, McGee. Maybe if I smoke cigars.
1: Uh, here's a match, Mr. McGee.
5: Oh, for goodness sakes, it's Mr. Wimple.
1: My gosh, I didn't see you there, Wimp. Thanks, kid. Stick
2: around. We're going to have quite a bonfire, boy. Yes. I brought something else besides matches, too, Mr. McGee.
5: What, Mr. Wimple?
2: Look. Marshmallows. Marshmallows.
5: <laughs> Mr. Wimple,
2: how thoughtful. Well, don't tell anybody there's not enough for everyone.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's go. Get some coal oil, Ollie. In the red can there. I don't have to do this, you know. Just donating my time.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, stand back, folks.
5: Okay. That's a lot of kerosene. You splashed it all over everything. Oh,
1: don't worry. It'll all burn right off. Well, let's have a cheer, folks. Here we go. Hey! 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 Ah. Well, it's lit, kiddo. Brother And ladies and J.G., hey, it, it's spreading.
6: McGee, watch that the porches, it's watch hey. Keep it away
1: from the door, somebody. The fire. Beat it up. I've
4: been laying
7: fires for 60 years
1: since it won't <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Who'd ever Get think? Get a
2: fire
7: extinguisher. Get a fireman. The door, McGee. The whole front is catching fire. Call the fireman. Call the police.
4: Drag out the man! Never mind.
6: was a peaceful man, if you know what I mean. The cops picked up the pieces after Clancy left the scene. He never looked for trouble, that's a fact you can assume. But nevertheless, when trouble would press, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, Clancy, oh, Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish shot, Clancy lowered the boom. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, there he was, a fighting man, they knew that he was tough round the neighborhood, a- shooting off his gun. He picked a fight with Clancy then, and there he sealed his doom. Before you could shout, O'Leary, oh, look out! Clancy lowered the boom. Off oh, Clancy, oh, Clancy, Whenever they got his eye up, Clancy lowered the boom, 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 boom. Now Clancy left the barber shop with tonic on his hair. He walked into a pool room and he met O'Reilly there. O'Reilly said.
2: Now, do I and perfume.
6: <laughs> Before you can stack your cue in the rack, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, Clancy, oh, Clancy. Whenever they got his irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Boom, boom. boom, 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 boom. The neighbors all turn out for Kate Grady's wedding night he said.
2: Let's have some fun. I think I'll start a fight. He wrecked the hall and
6: kissed the bride and pulverized the groom. It quick as a wink before you can think. Clancy
7: lowered the boom. Oh,
6: Clancy. Oh, Clancy. Whenever they got these Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom boom, boom. boom, 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 Oh, Clancy. Oh, Clancy. Whenever they got these Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom, boom, boom. reach up before you can pat the top of your hat. Boom. Clancy, Lord the
1: Moon. Boom. boom. My gosh, it went so fast, Molly.
5: Yeah. Didn't even have time to save my own pool cue. (laughs) Well, looks like you'd hold your next meeting of the Elks in a Pile of Ashes, dearie.
1: Ain't this awful? Imagine that dumb janitor letting this fire get out of control like that.
4: Hey, hey,
1: what's everybody looking at me for? Look at the way they're muttering. Are they blaming me for this?
5: Well, who should they blame? Mrs. O'Larry's cow?
1: No, but my gosh, I didn't mean to let...
5: Oh, hey, Doc. Doc Gamble. Come here a minute. Say, hey, doctor, was anybody hurt in the fire?
1: No, Molly, nobody was hurt, except Wallace Wimple. Wally Wimple, did he get burned, Doc? No, he was trying to get a stick to roast marshmallows on and fell out of a tree. <laughs> Just minor contusions. Uh, this is kind of a silly situation, isn't it, McGee? Yeah, I... I... My gosh, Doc, I... Oh, I don't know what to say. Oh, or...
5: now, don't take it too much to heart, McGee. Oh, sure. After all, this building has been on borrowed time for 30 years.
1: Yes, we were going to put a lightning rod on it last year, but the roof wouldn't hold it.
4: <laughs> yeah, but...
1: Well, where are the Elks going to meet now, Doc? Relax, my boy, relax. The loyal order of moose have already offered us temporary quarters.
5: You mean the oh. Elks will meet at the moose lodge? Yep. That's where the lions meet, too. <laughs> Heavenly days, all the wives will have to have hunting licenses to find their husbands. <laughs> I always thought that. Oh, McGee, don't look so unhappy. They ought to thank you for getting rid of this fire trap.
1: Yeah, but gee whiz, after all, I'm the financial secretary. I gotta find a way now to get us a new building. Well, we needed it, Sonny boy. You know we had to give up playing darts in there? Yeah, man. They kept going through the wall and stabbing pedestrians. <laughs> And look, McGee. Yeah? At the next regular meeting, I'll get up and propose a vote of thanks to our financial secretary. Oh. Personally, I think you've done a splendid day's work.
4: Oh, fine.
1: You might get 20 years for arson, of course. (laughs) But at least we don't have to hold any more meetings under a leaky roof.
5: Thank you, Doctor. You're a real friend. A
1: real friend my clavicle. Gonna send me up for 20 years... Oh, Bosh, you can prove it was accidental. I can?
7: Sure. I can?
1: How can I? Tell me, how can well, I? I can testify that I've been on camping trips with you any number of times, and you've never been able to start a fire yet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sure, Latrivia
1: can support that testimony, too, because he. Hey, Latrivia. Come here, William. Yeah, come here, Latriv.
0: Hey, can you testify the that. Key? Do you realize that you, single handed, have destroyed the Elf Club?
5: Oh now, Mr. Mayor. Any fox terrier with a hot breath could have touched off that building. <laughs> Why, it was just
1: uh, Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. I just thought of something.
2: Look. Look at this.
0: What is that?
2: It's the mortgage. I forgot to throw it on the fire.
4: <laughs> I kept my head. We still got the mortgage. Hey, that wonderful <laughs>
1: Now, look, fellas, I don't. You don't have to. Ju- oh, now, now, wait a minute. What's all that mob coming this way for?
0: They ain't gonna. Are they? No. No, they want to carry you home.
5: Carry uh, him home? Now, just a minute there, boys. I on don't...
0: their shoulders. What was that? On their shoulders? Uh, yes. As financial secretary, McGee, you know, of course, that this building was insured to the hilt. All right, boys. Hoist him up. Come on, now, fellas. There's nothing that any red blooded American boy can Come on, Mr. McGee.
1: Come on,
6: Doctor. Oh, up. he's a jolly good fellow. Oh, he's a jolly good fellow.
4: McGee's a jolly good fellow. Father Rip. Hey, Johnny Goodfellow.
3: Molly, return in a moment. You know the smudges and film that collect on your furniture? Well, you can whisk them off in a few seconds, then polish that furniture to a high luster in a few seconds more. Yes, that's how easy it is with Johnson's Cream Wax. Johnson's Cream Wax cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly that using it is practically as easy as dusting. Get Johnson's Cream Wax tomorrow. It's the fastest wax polish you can buy.
5: turned out well after all, didn't it? Yeah,
1: it's okay till tomorrow at least. Hey, help me get this suitcase packed, will you?
5: Suitcase? Where are you going?
1: I don't know, but I'm not going to be here tomorrow.
5: What happens tomorrow?
1: That's when they find out I forgot to pay the premium on the fire insurance.
5: Oh. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>
3: Makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada. Bringing several McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you?
0: Be sure to try 1949 Glow Coat. Glow Coat has a new glow that gives your linoleum a brighter, more beautiful luster, a longer lasting glow. And it's easier for you to get that bright finish because Johnson's 1949 glow coat now spreads more uniformly. And it goes farther, too. Ask your dealer for 1949 glow coat in the same familiar yellow container with the bright red band. That's 1949 glow coat. Brighter than ever, better than any.